Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Our God is a faithful God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Welcome to the house of the Lord today. Let's just begin to worship the name of the Lord. Songs the singers sang this morning, our response is hallelujah. Father God, we just thank you, Lord, for your presence in this house. We thank you, Lord, for your presence in our lives. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory, all the honor, oh God. Thank you, Lord, because you've taught us that our response to life's challenges, our response to every situation is hallelujah. Lord God, accept our hallelujah today. We give it to you and to you alone right this moment and for the rest of our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, we have worshipped. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Please be seated as you get ready to get comfortable in the house of the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. It is nice to see everybody in the house of the Lord today. Such a beautiful August summer day in Cleveland, Ohio. And for for all our um, worshipers, everybody who's joining us online, God bless you wherever you are. Get comfortable and um, as we get ready to get into God's word this morning. Just want to give God praise. Give God all the honor for this privilege of ministering God's word to God's people. You know, it's, it's something I do not take for granted. <laughs> not at all, because obviously we all have a past. And when you look at how far the Lord has brought you and you standing before God's people as his chosen vessel to bring forth his word, you are one, you are thankful, you are humbled. And for that, I give God praise. Amen. I just want to thank our senior pastor also for the opportunity, for the trust in me to share God's word with God's people while they're having a good time together. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 You guys are stuck with me today, right? (laughs) No, you're not stuck with me. You're stuck with God's word because I'm just a servant bringing forth God's word to God's people. Amen. Amen. So, I, one of the things that I've learned, and a special brother taught me many years ago, was humor. You know, apply a little humor in your life. And uh, Pastor Emmanuel doesn't know this, but uh, many, many, <laughs> many months ago, he was like, you know what? I, I like to get a little bit of humor. And I'm like, okay. There's so much humor in, I mean, there's good humor on clean humor on YouTube and, and um, all these places. So I try to see the humor in life, you know, just try to enjoy myself in God's presence. And so here's me. I'll just give you a little, a little backstory about what just happened. You guys saw me drop the water bottle, right? They had actually, Dean Kermit had actually asked, do you want me to bring it up for you? And I'm like, no, I got this. <laughs> so when it dropped, I'm like, God, if only I had listened to you, you know, I dropped it. I picked it up. You know, there's always, there's autocorrect in God's presence. So I autocorrected myself, 
But it's just, that's how so many instructions the Lord gives us. You know, so I have my notes here today. I had it in a, in a folder. And there was something unique about that folder. And right before um, I was getting ready to come in this morning, and, um, and I just heard, it was weird. But it's like, I don't want you to put your notes in that folder. And I'm like, okay. So I took out the notes, and I'm like, you know what, I'll use, my, I'll use a special book that I have. And I'll put it in there. So it was time to come up. And um, I carried the book. It wasn't convenient. I'm like, wow. So I put it back in the folder. That the Lord said, I don't want you to use that folder. Then I just caught myself. God said, do not put it in the folder. For whatever reason, do not put it in the folder. So I obeyed. Obeyed the voice of the Lord. I put it in the book. So I I obeyed that voice. But I did not obey when they said, when God said, let him bring it up for you. So, you know, there's so many instructions. The Lord is always speaking to us. Okay? So we need to be really sensitive in the spirit to hear God's voice. And when we miss it, get back. Autocorrect. So last month, we started learning more about faith for extraordinary living. And that just, I love to hear about faith. Who loves to hear about faith here? Yes, everybody loves to hear about faith. Who loves to do faith? Amen. Amen. We, by faith, believe that we love to do faith, regardless of the situation. So I, I just um, love talking about faith, and the Lord's been talking to me about what he wants me to share with his people. So I've titled um, today's message, Faith Now. That's maybe like that. That might be the third or fourth or fifth time I changed this title, but I just settled like it's Faith Now. So please go with me to the book of Ecclesiastes 3, verse 1. Now, I'll be reading from the New Living Translation, the NLT. And I've come to fall in love with the NLT lately. So just bear with me. A lot of our passages might be from the NLT today. I used to be a King James guy, but um, getting, <laughs> I think I'm getting older too, getting wiser too. But uh, it's all God's word. So Ecclesiastes 3.1 says, For everything there is a season. A time for every activity under heaven. The message translation says there's an opportune time to do things. A right time for everything on the earth. For everything there is a season. A time for every activity under the sun. Under the heavens. So faith has a time, right? Faith has a time. And the time for faith is now. The right time for faith is all the time. So every time the Bible says, you know, I will do this. Every time God says, I will do it, you have to believe in the present. Okay? The Bible says in Hebrews 11.1, 1, it says, now faith is. Hallelujah. It says, now faith is now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen 
It does not say now faith was. It did not say faith will be. Faith is always in the present tense. It is always in the present tense. So if it is not now, if you are not believing now, it is not faith. If you are not believing God for that promise now, it is not faith. And just so you know, when we talk about faith here on this pulpit, it is faith in God. Because we all know that we can have faith in other things. But we're talking about faith in God. So it is not faith until you believe God for it. The moment you start to believe God for it, then you're walking in faith. You can boldly say that you're walking in faith. And a good proverb I heard is that whenever you wake up, that is your morning. So it's not too late. It is never too late. You might have missed God's voice. You might have missed God's, God's instruction. But today, right this moment, once you get God's word, what God is saying regarding your situation, you mix, you mix it with your belief, with your faith, then watch God do something amazing in your life. So look to your neighbor and say, wake up. Wake up. The time is now. The time is now. Whatever you're believing God for, it has to be in the present, brothers and sisters. Not at some later date. You must believe God in the present. You know, so we don't take a break from faith in God. We've learned that it's a lifestyle. Something about it. Something so special about it. It is a lifestyle. It is faith for daily living. You know, everything you need in life, you need faith for. You know, faith to sit down on that chair you're sitting down. You know, your faith is really not in that chair. Your faith is in the God who made that chair. So we need to be careful of the source of our faith. The source of your faith must always be Jehovah all by himself. Cannot share that with anybody else. So do not take a break from faith. Maintain that posture. Stand firm in God. And one of the things I've heard within the last couple of weeks that really, really blessed me was when our senior pastor said, if God doesn't do it, then let it not be done. It is big because you want that gift that comes from the Lord. Because the blessings of the Lord, they what? They make it rich. They add no sorrow. So on the flip side, the blessings of man, oh boy, they make sorrow. It's like basically, they just, I don't know how, but they just have wings. And they fly. And they fly really, really fast. Have you ever tried chasing a butterfly? Now, unfortunately for me, I have a very funny story about my boarding school days. I was told to chase a butterfly. And you have this, you have this 12-year-old boy who's just chasing a butterfly. While it was fun when it started, after a while it stopped being fun. So, you know what? Let's make sure our faith is in God. Don't compromise that. So basically just check, check your source. 
check the source of your faith. Are you believing God for something and um, all of a sudden you are, you are more confident in your education, in your looks, in your connections, in what the news says about it? It is what God says about it. God truly has the final say. That is fact. That is truth. If you, want, if you think you're a realist, believe the word of God. That's the only word for you, God's child. Now, the rest of the world, they can, they can dabble into other things, but not for us. When it comes to God's word, we really have no options. You have none. It is God's word. It is God's truth. God's word reflects his character, reflects his person. It is for you. And you know one thing, how God customizes things for all of us at the same time. Now, if I ask, are there any multitaskers in the house? Anybody who's a good multitasker? Yeah. <laughs> if you think you're a good multitasker, then you really aren't. <laughs> you know, you think you can focus on doing things well, perfectly, at the same time, there's no human being. Only the Lord God Almighty. Perfect in all his ways. Doing wonders in your life and my life at the same time. I was talking to my kids a couple of days ago and I'm like, I'm just like, you know what? God knows all the, the number of all the hairs on your head, on his head, on that. And he can add them together, subtract them together, multiply them together. That is how great our God is. So why wouldn't, you, why, why wouldn't you trust this big, great God? And then God took me further. God said, I think I only know how much hair you have now. All the hair you've had since you were born, I can tell you the number. Not just yours, but the whole world. That is how big our God is. Let that sink in. The number of hairs on your head, he knows. The number of minutes, the number of seconds. You know, he is a faithful God. And we'll need our faith in God for every stage in our life. Faith in God is progressive, you know. So, need faith to go to school? You're going to need faith in God to stay in school. You're going to need faith in God to prosper in school. You're going to need faith in God to graduate. You're going to need faith in God to have a job. You're going to need faith in God to do well on your job. So it is progressive. You're going to need faith to keep that job. You know? So that's why faith is a lifestyle. That's why you cannot take a break from faith in God. That's why it's so important for you to check your source. Check your source. Check that source. Check that your source is in God Almighty, not the vessel that he's using. You know, someone comes in, it looks so good. This person is going to help me. Your faith is not in that person. Your faith must be in the Lord God Almighty. The word of God says in Psalms 20 verse 7, it says, some trust in chariots and some trust in horses. But we will remember and trust 
in the name of the Lord our God. Trust and always boast in the Lord. Your boast must always be in the Lord. Now, you're hearing this and you're like, you know what? Yes, we've heard this before. And if I'm only here to remind you today, then God's word has gone forth. Because the word of God says that faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God. So that's how you build up your most holy faith. So in every situation, you do what? Check the source of your faith. Your source must be in God. His, your full confidence must be in his character, in his person. He is a faithful God. He is a faithful God. If you are honest with yourself and you look back, you know you shouldn't be where you are today. But it is the Lord God Almighty who makes all things beautiful in his time. Amen. If you go with me to the book of 2 Corinthians 13 verse 5. In the NLT version, please. 2 Corinthians 13 verse 5. The word of God says, examine yourselves to see if your faith is genuine. It says, test yourselves. The message version says, test yourselves to make sure you are solid in faith. Don't drift along taking everything for granted. Give yourselves regular checkups. You need first-hand evidence, not mere hearsay, that Jesus Christ is in you. Test it out. If you fail the test, you do what? Do something about it. So, it means that it is okay. You can't fail the test, but you have to do something about it to make sure that you get back in faith because that is God's purpose for his children is that we trust him fully. We trust him totally. We trust him without wavering, without doubting every single step of the way. In January, trust God. In March, you trust God. The quarter's over, you trust God. In June, you keep trusting. Keep trusting in this great Jehovah. In God, who makes all things perfect. So we know that the, the Lord is the Lord of the breakthrough. He is our God of the breakthrough. So this is biblical truth. But you need to ask yourself, is he the Lord of my breakthrough? So I know... A couple of weeks ago, pastor was preaching and he talked about Baal Perazim, the Lord of the breakthrough. And the Lord arrested me. It's easy for you to say, he is the Lord of the breakthrough. But in this situation, is he the Lord of my breakthrough? So what that meant is, you know what, you need to check your source. Check how you are standing now. What does faith in God for this situation look like? Am I standing in that posture? Am I believing God to see me through? He is the Lord of the breakthrough. He is also the Lord of your breakthrough. 
every time. Your breakthrough, your perfect breakthrough will come from only the Lord in every situation. So personalize it. Let it always sink in. He is the Lord of the breakthrough. He is the Lord of my breakthrough. He is the giver of blessings. He is the giver of my blessing. You have to bring it home to yourself. His word has gone it has gone forth, but personalize it. Let it let it hit you where it matters in your heart. And we know why faith must be our lifestyle, because the word of God says in Hebrews eleven six that but without faith it is impossible to please Him. Clearly stated, fact, biblical biblical truth. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So we know that the beginning point of faith is believing in God's character. You must believe that he is. And the end point is that he is a rewarder. He will reward you. He knows the right reward for you. He always does. So... Sometimes when I find myself um, in Hollywood in my mind, you know, drawing up the script, writing it up, oh, yeah, you know, it's calm, he'll do this, you know, um, the cars will go at 100 miles per hour. You know, you're, you're, you're really, really directing your own movie. You need to pause. Because <laughs> I found out that God does exceedingly abundantly far more than what I could ever ask, think, or imagine. So whenever I think it, I know, once I think it, I know it will never turn out like that. That's why you think big. (laughs) That's why you think big. Make it big. (laughs) And then watch God. Then, then you take a break from directing, and you go back, and you sit down with your popcorn, Whatever, whatever flavor you like. Now, don't look at me like I like popcorn a lot. I'm not a huge popcorn fan, but kettle corn, whatever flavor you like, then you sit down and you relax and watch God do the directive. Hallelujah. Amen. So, moral of the story is that our faith must always be in God. You do yourself a great service by ensuring that God is always the source of your faith. And then when you find out, when you do that test, when you find out how you're feeling, am I confident? Is, is there so much fear? Is there no joy? Is there no clarity? Then you do something about it. Get back to what God said. And it's easy. It's just belief. It might not be convenient, but that is the truth. And sometimes it sounds like cliche. When people are just telling you, you know what, just believe God. You know, sometimes, and sometimes it might be like church speak, but they're really telling you the truth. If you really settle down and figure out, get back into God's word, what's God saying about this situation? What are his thoughts? What are his plans for me? You know they're good. That's why you need to find out what he thinks about it, what he's saying about it. That expected end, he knows it better than anybody else. That's why we must trust in God to do that for us. So I'm just take you real quick into Mark, um, into the book of Mark, um, chapter 11. 
from verse 12 and 14. Um, Mark 11, 12 to 14. And I read, And on the morrow when they were come from Bethany, he was hungry. Oh, yes, God. It's 12 to 14. Could you go to the next verse, please? And seeing a fig tree afar off having many leaves, he came, if happily he might find anything thereon. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for the time of figs was not yet. Verse 14, And Jesus answered and said unto it, No man eat fruit of thee hereafter forever. And his disciples heard it. So Jesus was speaking to a fig tree that was meant to be productive but had no product. <laughs> They're meant to be productive but no product. And God said, no man eat fruit of thee hereafter forever. And his disciples heard it. Please go with me to verse 20 of Mark 11. I just want to show you something that's, that the Holy Spirit ministered to me regarding the fig tree. And in the morning as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. Fig tree was dried up from the roots. And Peter calling to remember and said unto him, Master, behold the fig tree which thou cursest is withered away. Huh. Thank you, Lord. And Jesus answering said unto him, Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you that whoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Just believe, amen. Verse 24. Therefore I say unto you, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, Believe that you received them and you shall have them. Amen. Amen. So someone say, have faith in God. So I'm not trying to give everyone an acronym lesson, but if you look at it well, I was reading this, but faith in God, the acronym is FIG. And the Holy Spirit, many years ago, put that in my heart. You know, have FIG. Have faith in God. I don't know why, but that really stuck with me. This was like 20, 2008. Good 15 years ago when I had this revelation. And I just thank God because I, it reminds me that my faith has to be productive. It has to produce. And for it to produce, God has to be my source. I have to have faith in God. For my faith to produce. You know. And another acronym. This is the last acronym today I promise everyone. <laughs> my acronym for faith is Father always in thy hands. Always in thy hands. Father always in thy hands. I've had it for years. And I, it, it's a way of encouraging myself. That I need to ensure that it is always in God's hands. That it must be a lifestyle. That I cannot take a break. You know? And on the flip side for me, the word always belongs to God. God alone. For good. And the enemy for, for, for evil. So, 
when you're talking to me and you say, I always, yeah, I, I, I just pause on the always. Whatever you've said after that, I'm like, the word always, <laughs> I'm sorry, because you're not God. Yeah, let's say, let, let's even take it to the, to the normal things in life. I always brush my teeth. Yeah? By the special grace of God, we always brush your teeth, right? <laughs> we always take a shower, right? <laughs> you know? You get up in the morning, give you hypothetical situation. You get up in the morning. I mean, let's even bring it home. You can forget. If something happens and you got to rush out your alarm, <laughs> you sleep off. And you're like, I got to get there in five minutes. Are you going to really, you know, you've, you've negated that always. But God is always good. He is always good to his promise. He fulfills his promise to the letter. What he says he will do, he will do. He will see to it. So be encouraged, brothers and sisters, that God will come through. Amen. What of God says in Daniel 11.32, he says that, but the people that know their God, they shall be strong. They shall do exploits. So you know that you can be strong and not do exploits. Right? But let's know our God. Let's have a perfect revelation. Spend time in his word. Know him for who he is. Not what you can get from him, but for who he is. And it takes wisdom. Drown out the noise so that you can really know God for yourself. Not the God of your forefathers or the God of the... Just know God for yourself. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Because the word of God says in John 8.32 that we will know the truth. You will know the truth. And the truth will set you free. So there's so many different versions of the truth in today's world. But for us, the absolute truth is God's word. It is, I, I love to call it life's best, I mean life's only manual. And like I always say, it is an open book exam. Open book. And you have a problem, you go into God's word. It's always available. Now, you do yourself a good service by storing up God's word in your heart so that when situations come in life, you're ready with the word of God to challenge the situation. Believing God that he is he's faithful and he is true to his word. Oh, thank you, Jesus. All of God's promises, they are true. I was trying to figure out how many promises of God exist in the Bible. I mean, I couldn't. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're varying. I mean, they're different. Um, just different renditions. Some people say 30,000. Some people say 20,000. Some people say 8,000. But all we know is that there's so many promises in the word of God. And then God backs it by saying that his promises, they are yes and amen. 
Every promise in the word of God lacks, must fulfill. It has the power to fulfill in your life. Every single promise, as long as you mix it with faith, full confidence in God, that this is the promise of God. When God says that he is my shield, he is the lifter up of my head, you believe that and watch God. Hmm. Absolute truth, regardless of what human beings say. And in today's world, there's just so many distractions. Distractions are even too much. You wish you could just shut down the noise for like a second. But there's just so many distractions, so many variations of the truth. It's like someone would say, okay, um, here are the five keys to, to extraordinary, extraordinary living, but doesn't include God's word at all. And you're like, and then you go on like social media and stuff like that. And you see a gazillion likes. But that is not the truth. The truth is, what does God's word say about this? The word of God says in Isaiah 64 verse 4, it says in the NLT version, For since the world began, no ear has heard. And no eye has seen a God like you who works for those who wait for him. It's for since the world began, which is way before my time, I know that. No ear has seen. No, I'm sorry, no ear has heard and no eye has seen a God like you who works for those who wait, who works for those who trust, who works for those who have full confidence. In him. That is since the world began. Since he formed the worlds with his voice. With his, you know, faith is voice activated. God spoke. And we just learned, if you speak to the mountain, if you believe in your heart, watch God. Watch God. A good promise from the Bible, Isaiah 43 verse 2. says, when you go through deep waters, saith the Lord, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned. The flames will not consume you. That is a promise from God's word. Through it all, I will be with you. I will not leave you. I will not forsake you. So regardless of the situation, brothers and sisters, your response is what? Hallelujah. For the Lord reigneth. He is the Lord. He changeth not. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He cannot change. He will not change. Therefore, because of that, you know God has the final say. In every situation, God has the final say. Because God knows that nothing is impossible for him. I've heard countless testimonies in my lifetime of God's faithfulness. And that's not it. That's just, mine is just a drop in the bucket. I know You could tell me a a testimony about God's goodness in your life, and I'll be like, I'll probably have my hands on my head because I'll be amazed at the good things God has done in your life. You know, 
He's a faithful God. And Proverbs 3 verse 5 says, trust in the Lord, hallelujah, with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And he shall direct your path. And so that's why I was reading, and then I stumbled on that. Then I decided that I have a shirt, I have a t-shirt that says that. Tells me to trust God. So that's why I'm wearing this today. You know, it's a great t-shirt made by OBDK um, Clothing Company. You know, so we give God praise for that. So I decided to wear it today. And then as I put it on, God reminded me that it takes faith to produce this, right? It takes faith in God to produce it. It takes faith in God for the inspiration to come, for you to put the ink on paper, on computer screens, to design this and trust God that the message of God will touch, I mean, this message will touch God's people. And that, as a result of this, folks will buy it. That takes faith. Because all you need is a sprinkle of the anointing on it. On it. Believe God. So say, I trust God. Amen. Amen. So I've got, I've got an, um, an encouragement playlist. I don't know if anybody here has an encouragement playlist. Because um, one of the things I, I used to say many times ago was that if you don't have trials and tribulations today, wait. <laughs> because the word of God says in John 16 verse 33, it says, these things are spoken unto you that in me you might have peace. In the world you will have peace tribulations but be of good cheer I I I have overcome the world (laughs) so we all know that we don't have to subscribe to trials and tribulations you don't have to pay any fees (laughs) to watch that movie it's coming and it's not a matter of if it is when just give it some time. You will have a little trial, a little up, a little tribulation. But Lord, the Lord says, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Doesn't matter what the trial and tribulation is. All things are possible with God. Amen. Bible says, when the enemy shall come against you like a flood, not if. When the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a heavenly standard against it. So that is the promise that the Spirit of the Lord will what? Raise up a heavenly standard against it. Amen. So I would say, get ready for when. Make sure that you're in faith when that opposition comes. So I've got my playlist. <laughs> You know, in, when it's good, when things are okay, no major trials, everybody's happy, everybody's, the high fives, the smiles. I mean, you can listen to music, you can, but I've got my playlist. I have those songs like, yes, you know, if things ever go, I mean, not if, if, when things go wrong, I would love to be reminded of this. Get your playlist, get it ready. 
It will help you. The word of God is there. But get faith-inspired songs to listen to. So that when that time comes, when you're in that season, because what does the Bible say? To everything under the heaven, there is a season. When that season comes, you are ready. You are that proactive Christian. You know? You are that proactive Christian. Not the reactive one who's always, always trying to rev yourself in the faith. Get yourself ready. Get yourself ready. And we know that faith is the currency of heaven. So every spiritual transaction, every divine transaction is done with faith. You have to believe God if you want to see it be manifested in the physical. Amen. And we all know that faith is temporary in a sense because you're believing God for something and then once you have that thing, say, and I can use, I can use uh, marriage as an example. You're trusting God. You're believing God for a spouse. You're believing God for, for whatever it is you're believing God for. So you exercise your faith. You use God's word for that. And then you stand on God's word until you get that miracle. The day you get married, you no longer need faith to get married. Now, your faith is transferred to staying married. And as funny as it sounds, you are going to need faith for every single day. That is why you check your source. That is why faith has to be a lifestyle. You have to choose faith in God. Always in God. Amen. So we sow seeds of faith to reap the rewards of faith. You know, we're always sowing seeds of faith, seeds of trusting God. We give to God. We love God. We spend time with him. Those are sowing seeds of faith. Because why would, we, why would you want to spend time in, with someone you don't trust? Trust God. So that when you spend time with him, it makes a lot of faith for you. Start to build up your faith bank. Because brothers and sisters, you will need it. You will need this faith in God. Amen. And there's that line in our confession that I love so much where it says, God has my back. The promise is in view and the covenant will deliver. Amen. So you know God has your back. He has told you, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I am with you always. What of God says, my covenant will I not break, nor alter the thing that has gone out of my lips. He cannot break his covenant. He is a covenant-keeping God. His covenant of blessing will never be broken, cannot be broken. He cannot break his covenant. And we know that with the covenant we have with God, there are two parts. There's God's part, there's our part. Now, God's part is the impossible part. The part that you cannot do. 
My part and your part is the part that the Lord has given you grace to accomplish. So you do the possible. Always do the possible according to the grace that the Lord has given you. What did God say do? Do it. And the impossible, leave it unto the Lord. He will make it beautiful. He makes all things beautiful in his time. He makes all things beautiful in his design. So you need to trust God's way. Trust his timing. Trust how he will bring your breakthrough to you. Trust when he will bring your breakthrough to you. I know a lot of you are like me, whereby something happens, you think it should have happened 10 years ago, but when it happens, you're like, wow, I see it now. Clearly, thank you, Lord. Our response is, hallelujah. In every situation, hallelujah is our response. Amen. Amen. So I just want to encourage us today. You know what? Faith is a lifestyle. It is resting. God, let us rest in God. Let us rest in God's promises. Let us make that choice to trust God regardless of the situation. And we all know that faith is a fight. <laughs> it is a constant battle because it's not always going to be easy. You're going to need the grace of the Lord to stand in faith. That's why the Lord says, my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. So when you're weak, the Lord's strength will perfect it for you. Amen. We all know that it begins and ends with how we see it. Let us see it through the eyes of the great Jehovah. All the time, look at it. How, how does God see this? This is too small for my God. That is why I will trust you with everything that I have. You are the Alpha. You are the Omega. You are the beginning. You are the end. You are everything in between. God has your back. God has your back. God has your back. He has my back. I, can't, I didn't hear anybody. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> but I know he has my back. Whether you say it or not, the word of God says it. He has our back. His promises, they are yes and amen. This covenant that we have with God, it must, it will, a thousand, a million percent sure to deliver in the name of Jesus. So we just trust God that he will help us to stay obedient so that when he speaks, we yield, we respond in faith to every single thing that the word of God says. Every single instruction that God sends through his word, through his servant. You check it. Is this what the Lord is saying regarding my situation? Spend some time with him. He will reveal. What of God says he is a revealer of secrets. He will reveal it to you. He can reveal what the king dreamt. We can reveal the dream and the interpretation to Daniel. That is big. Only our God. Only the God. What of God says, there is a God who is in heaven. Who reveals secrets. So trust God to reveal to you those insights that you need. 
What man can tell you, God will tell you. What man cannot see, God sees, God knows. He's always watching. He never sleeps. He never slumbers. Great God, mighty king, that is who he says he is. So value, honor your covenant with God. Faith honors God because it pleases him. You know, and what of God says, those who honor me, I will honor. Let's honor God with our faith. Let's, let's check the source of our faith today. Check the source of your faith tomorrow. Check the source of your faith. Have those periodic faith checks in every situation. Where do I stand? Where does my faith lie? Does it lie within me? Does it lie within my abilities? And sometimes it's a thin line. You could think you're having faith in God, but you're trusting yourself. And by the special grace of God, God will give you insight to arrest yourself fast so that you get into God's word and you keep your faith in God intact. Amen. And um, let's just focus on what God has said. Focus on the expectations. Let's look forward in faith. We look back with thanksgiving, but look forward in faith at all times. And the Lord of our breakthrough, he will see to it. He will see to it. And then when the Lord has done it, you testify of his goodness. But before he does it, before it's done in the physical, before you have that reality, you know he's done it in the spiritual. That's why you praise him. Faith is a lifestyle. Praise is a lifestyle. It was praise that brought down the walls of Jericho. Praise. Voice activated. Faith. Get your praise on. Get your praise ready. Learn to be a praiser of God. As you praise God, even if you're struggling in faith, you know, faith starts to rev up. It just starts to rev up. You start to enjoy God's presence. Start to encourage yourself in the Lord. You know, you need to know how to encourage yourself in the Lord. Because there will, there will be dark moments whereby you feel, well, in the physical sense, you feel all alone. But you know God is there. And that's all you need. God is all you need for your breakthrough. And I just pray that God will open our eyes of faith to see him for who he is. You know? Let's focus on our hellos, you know. This year is a year of new horizons. New horizons. There are horizons, but they might not be new. But God has promised us new horizons and the full blessing. We embrace the new wine that the Lord has for us this year. And by the grace of God, this year we will not experience a lack of faith in our lives. Starting this moment, we will start to check ourselves. Check the source of our faith. Believe God now. Believe God tomorrow. Believe God forever. No, it's never too late to get started. Whenever we wake up, it is our morning. Amen. Amen. So let's just learn to believe the report of the Lord. What does, what does God's report say about your situation? 
What does God's report say about your health? What does God's report say about your marriage? What does God's report say about your children? What does God's report say about your business? What does God's report say about your life? His plans for you are thoughts. His plans are good. His thoughts are good. They are perfect. Amen. God does all things well, brothers and sisters. So let's continue to trust in him. Trust in the Lord. There's one thing I want to leave you with today is to always ensure that you check your source. Make sure the source of your faith is in God Almighty. Amen. Let us rise up on our feet. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's just rise up on our feet this morning as we give God praise. Oh, thank you, God. Just begin to thank God for for your life. Oh, thank you, Lord, oh God, for all that you have done. Thank you, Father, for the lives of your children. Father, thank you, Lord, because faith starts with you. Faith moves with you. Faith ends with you, Lord. You are the beginning author and finisher of our faith. Father, thank you for your word that has gone forth, oh God. Father, I ask that you open our eyes, oh God, today, that we see you for who you are the great and mighty one, our healer, our provider, our restorer, our deliverer, oh God. Father, we just say thank you, Lord. We say thank you, Lord, because we make a commitment today to trust you for all things, to trust in the Lord with all our hearts and lean not on our own understanding. Father, we acknowledge you today. And we say thank you, Lord, for your word that has gone forth to your children. We ask, oh God, that you bring it to perfection, oh God, that you do that which only you can do in the lives of your children. Father, whatever the need is, whatever the challenge is, whatever the trial is, whatever the tribulation is, you have our back. And for that, we say glory be to God in the highest Glory be to God in the highest as our response is hallelujah to you. In every situation, our response is hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father, because we have prayed in the mighty, mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen.